seventh chapter. We're going to pick it up at verse 10. I'll read the first verse and you'll read the second and we'll go down to verse 14. I mean, yeah, I'll read 10 and you read 11. All right? On that. You have it? Say amen. Amen. I'll give you a few more minutes. Woo! And on the three and twentieth day of the seventh month, he sent the people away to their tent, gladly and merry, merry in heart, for the goodness that the Lord has shown unto David and to Solomon and to Israel his people. Thus Solomon finished the house of the Lord and the king's house, and all that came into Solomon's heart to make in the house of the Lord. And in his own house, he prosperously affected. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night yes. and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this place to myself for a house of sacrifice. If I shut up heaven that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, if my people, uh -huh. which are called by my name, right. shall humble themselves yes, and sir. pray and seek my face uh -huh. and turn from their wicked ways, then. then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin uh -huh. and heal their land. Bow your heads all over Woo! the Most Heavenly Father, in the name of, in Jesus. The name of Jesus, Lord, we pray for this congregation right now. We bind everything that would hinder in the name of Jesus. We come against every attack of the enemy right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Lord, we pray that you give your manservant clear to thought, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. In Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. 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 The subject this morning is God, I'm sorry. We often talk about our success. And we leave out our faith. When somebody's doing an autobiography, you hear about the high points. So it gives the reader an illusion that their life was one big success. One right after the other. When you look at the life of the people of God, even throughout the Bible, there were always problems that plagued every individual that was in the Bible. Paul told the church, I would do good, but evil is present with When you look at the life of David, it was filled with struggles. David had some good days. But the Bible also allows you to see David's bad days. You look at even Abraham. Abraham had some good days. 
And Abraham had some bad days. I want to deal with your bad days this morning. That thing that caused you to hang your head when you think about it. <laughs> that thing that makes you want to cry when it won't turn you loose. That habit that keeps you going back to God and back to God and back to God. Hallelujah. When you look at the things that a lot of people have caused the church to become liars in the house of God. We will give folks the illusion that God has cleaned me up and therefore I don't have any problems. Now you've taken on the attribute of acting a lie. So now not only do you have the problem, now you are acting a lie along with the problem. Hallelujah. When David shows us how to go to God, even in the midst of a bad situation, David, first of all, he was hiding from the truth. David, you killed a man so you could have his wife. And you tried to cover it up. A lot of us living with some covered up issues. And I come to tell you, God wants you to deal with it this morning. Hallelujah to God. David began to... Uh, when the prophet came to him and began to talk to David and, and tell David about uh, the story of a man in a lamb. <laughs> oh, y'all know what I'm talking about. Folks can't directly, directly talk to you about your problem. Uh, but they tell you about somebody that's similar to you. Uh, I wish I had somebody. When we begin to uh, begin to think more of ourselves than what we ought, uh, the enemy begin to make us think we're right. Uh, and therefore we assume some kind of righteousness uh, outside the righteousness of God. Uh, but the Bible tells us let every man uh, be a liar and let God be true. Do I have anybody out there to believe that God is true? Hallelujah to God. When you begin to look at yourself and you begin to choose not to deal with yourself. But I tell you what the enemy does. He calls us to compare ourselves by somebody else. But the Bible tells us all. Mark the perfect man and behold the upright. If you go compare yourself, compare yourself to Jesus Christ, and you'll know how short you are. Hallelujah. We always, always trying to avoid the truth. We always looking for a way out. And 
We always want to avoid the word of God when it tells us about ourselves. And when, when you look at, when folk begin to look at the church and then they tell you, you can't tell me nothing about this sin and that sin and that sin. Because folks in the church got the same sin. But you know what? We should be able to tell them. But I repented of my sin. Went down in water. And God straightened that thing out. The things that I used to do, I don't do no more. The places that I used to go, I don't go no more. But when you and I hide this part of the truth of God's word, because we don't want nobody to make us think about where we're doing and where we're going. But I come to tell you, when you begin to look at all the remedies that God put in his word, the number one remedy that the church have for sin is confession in repentance. If you can acknowledge it, you can get some help from God. But if you can't acknowledge it, that's where the problem lies. When we compare ourselves with somebody else and somebody else begin to be our measuring stick, we're in trouble. Don't you know the Bible says ain't no flesh going to heaven. Why would you measure yourself by something going? I wish I had a church. We justify our attitudes and we justify our mannerism but the Holy Ghost begin to deal with it and allow us to be convicted by it and we begin to lose out hallelujah hallelujah to God we begin to lose out the reason why we've lost our anointing because there's some dead cats on the line from the pulpit to the back door and if you were not on the churchyard you too we have allowed our flesh 
the lust of the spirit, the lust of the eye, in the pride of life, to take a hold of us. Now we can't worship God like we ought to. We can't be saved now like we ought to. This is the day when folks look for a reason not to come because they get offended. But can I tell you, not only you get offended, but you offend others. Do I have a witness here? Hallelujah. And we done forgot about our God. Because one day you may wake up with stinking thinking and it will affect your whole day. You won't think about God. All you think about is how somebody rubbed you the wrong way. Do I have a church? Hallelujah to God. Can I tell you that's your flesh that got bigger than your spirit and the enemy is going to make a fool out of you. Do I have anybody? Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. When you begin to think more highly of yourself than you you think now you can get away with saying some things you need to be called on. You think you can talk to anybody any way you want to. No, you can't. You got to be careful how you talk to saints. You got to be careful how you talk to strangers. Because the Bible said some of you talk to angels and you wasn't aware. We wrapped up in all this junk that the world got going on. Now, personally, this is not, the statement I'm getting ready to make is not against Black Lives Matter. It ain't against gay folks either. Because I found out I can't judge them. I've got to try to get them saved. That is my responsibility, and that is your responsibility. Sin is sin. Whether there's a whiskey bottle or two of the same kind sleeping together. And we're not going to judge that issue. But we are held on how we handle the truth. How are you going to handle the truth that God has given you? And this is a problem. We love sin more than we love lights. You think I'm jiving. 
Let's start talking to somebody about some of the sins that you used to do and you had pleasure. You don't judge them as hard as you judge somebody else that's in a different sin than you were in. So the enemy always trying to get us to overlook the real issue. Sin is sin. Whether it's ministered by a child of God or somebody that never knew God. Sin is sin. And the church needs to get back to the fact that sin is sin. I don't care who do it. I don't care where they do it. You ain't as holy as you're pretending to be because sin is at the door. don't want to deal with the wake up. And God, you know, we're looking at this thing all wrong. If we would look at this pandemic thing right, you shouldn't be more concerned about somebody else than yourself. Somebody used to say a long time ago, the life you may save may be your own. You can't save my life. You can only save your life. But only if you want to live. Some folks want to die. And I don't care what you do for somebody that wants to die. If they don't starve themselves to death, they'll jump off a bridge. And they're still going to be graveyard dead. And we, we won't acknowledge that, Lord, I need your help. And if you hide from God, or if you act like there is no problem, then God has to visit you and allow you to receive some failures, some bad news, a whole lot of things start falling apart just because the child of God won't repent and get it together. I love praise. But this ain't the season of praise. This is the season of repentance. You need to get to the altar, get down on your knees, and make sure your relationship is right with God. Because I don't know if you notice the shift. It's a shift that now it's time to clean up the mess up. Because God ain't hearing unholy worship. I know y'all missed that. But I can say it again. We're missing the right season with God. When 
when, when God visits the land. Oh, I, I can't jump, I can't jump, I can't jump. Because that's too much I want to deal with when I get to that. So you have to get convicted somewhere. But you'll never be convicted if you think you're right. If you won't listen to the message objectively, you will never be convinced you need some help. And that's where we are today. You think because you came in the house, you got baptized, and you thought everything going to be hunky-dory, and God was going to take everything that came out of your mouth. I don't know if you notice it. It's hard for humans to be consistent. Every Monday ain't the same Monday. Every Tuesday ain't the same Tuesday like it was last week. Each day bring about some changes in all of our lives. Some good and some bad. So we're in a season now where the church should be closely examining themselves. The church folk that say they are representative of Christ should make sure that they're not in error according to the word of God and when they find themselves in error, come to the house of God, get down on their knees in the house of God, and ask God for forgiveness. Now, I got to praise. I'm going to praise him anyhow. I got to praise. Everybody got to praise. I got to praise. And that's why your praise is dead. God said, clean up your mess first. And then you can leave your gift on the altar. He don't want your gift without clean hands and a pure heart. Right now, we're getting ready. We, well, let me rephrase that. This season that the world is in, it may never get out of this. Because it's going to get, you according to the word of God, it get worse and worse from here. If this is the beginning of sorrow, sorry, according to uh, being dictionary, is feeling distress, especially through sympathy with someone else's misfortune. I'm sorry to hear about what happened to you or your family member. It's synonymous to unhappy, sorrowful, distressed, upset, depressed. And you hear that a lot. Depressed. Depressed. Downcast. 
It's also feeling a feeling feel rather with compassion for. He could not help feeling sorry for her when he heard how she had been treated. Feeling regret or repentance. He said, I was sorry. And he was upset with it. It's synonymous to regret, remorse, contrite, repentance. 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 The world is going through a sorrow. That is what is holding the masses in the streets. But isn't it dumbfounding the masses that's in the street won't come to the house of God when he is the God of peace? Isn't it amazing if life matter when you go to the source of life, if you really want life in that more abundantly? Nobody's going to church and it's pulling the folks that are in the church out to the streets in the world. You can't have God out there. He's the God of in here. Solomon said, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves, and pray. You know, it's, it's bad when we won't come down. You know, we come partially down. I, I, I'll be down this evening, but I, I, I think I'm too important right now. And, 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 and that is one of the main things that the devil is using in this generation more so than ever. Treat me like you treat them. Everybody is calling for equal treatment. But they want to treat God like he's an absentee God. Want to treat God like he doesn't matter. Want to treat God like he's not important. Issues of God was settled a long time ago. Because now the world has opened up to numerous of God, but the real issue of God was defined a long time ago. Way down in Egypt, the issue of God was settled. Lord have mercy. A long time. With the battle of God. And he told them now you make up your mind. Who you going to serve. Whom you going to serve. Whom you going to serve. And it's apparent that we have lost our minds. Or who we're going to serve. God does not have a problem with you going out there and worshiping another God because he don't need you. You need him. He know every God that's out there is going to fail you. He already knew 
what they going to do. And if you look in the book, they failed every worshiper that was in the book before you. Ain't nothing new under the sun. It is so not new that God told the church in Matthew the 24th chapter when you see what you see cause you so seeing it right now. Stand in the holy place. <laughs> Told the church go to church and stay in church. Because if God's going to talk, he ain't talking out there. He's talking in here. He ain't talking out there. He says, stand in the holy place. Hmm. You can be persuaded of all the glitz and the glamour. All the ease that they're portraying out there. But all of it is attributed and tied to some other God. What will it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? What will a man give in exchange for his soul? It's bad when somebody's giving a, a, a joint just for their soul. It's bad to just give up sex for your soul. It's bad to give up God for anything out there that comes natural. And we in the church are really trying hard to figure out what's really going on. Do we believe them or do we believe the word of God? I choose to believe the word of God. He told us that all men are liars. When you talk to the senators, when you talk to the Republicans, when you talk to the Democrats, all men are liars. When you talk to anybody that's not talking from the word of God, based on the word of God, all men are lying. If you talk too long, you'll start lying. Oh, yes, you will. You will start lying around with the liars if you talk too long. You got to shut your mouth. Other than that, you'll start agreeing with the lie. Come on here. So where are we in the scheme of things? Can I tell you, brothers and sisters, you're going to have to have some resolve right now. And you're going to have to watch yourself like a hawk. Because you've got to know what's in you because if you don't get what's out of you in you, when God sent the trial to bring it out, what's in you, guess what? It can go global. God's coming after that stuff that's down in us that we won't repent of. How do you expect him to say this? 
judgment must first begin at the house of God. I can't purge the world until I purge the church. And I can't purge the church because you think it's a building. No, you're the church. Forget about a sinner. Let's talk about a saint. We are the measuring line. We are where we are the buffer or we going to be moved out of the way. We don't want God to put us on the line with the sinner when he comes down to judge. That's why he come to us first. Will you give that up? Well, I, now, can I tell you, if you didn't think fornication and adultery was be so bad and folks would look at you, would be doing that too. But everybody that said, there's just certain things I ain't going to do. <laughs> Y'all don't hear me. <laughs> there are certain things that I ain't going to do. But you know what? Your problem wasn't my problem. My problem was your problem. So I ain't going to do your problem. You already said you ain't going to do mine. But we all got some problems. That we better let God convict us and work on. When God said go on a fast, I'll break it. Go on the fast so he can break it. Or let some folks go because they are triggers. And you can't handle being triggered right now. When they call, don't answer the phone. Because that's your weakness. We, we, want, we want to talk about Samson and Delilah. But you got a problem too with Delilah. Delilah may be something else in your house or in your mind, but you still got a Delilah. Don't lay your head in Delilah's lap. And don't tell Delilah where your strength lies. My strength lies in me going to church every Sunday. Now you got a blocker. My strength lies in my prayer life. He's going to make sure you never get down on your knees and pray like you ought to pray. Because now you have shared with your enemy where your strength lies. Be careful who you kiss. Delilah may look good, but Delilah ain't good for you. In some of you women cases, Solomon. <laughs> he may look good, but he ain't good for you. You know, it's never recorded that Solomon got saved. But he had the smarts of the smart. He was a woman's dream. In order for him to have 1,000 at one time. I don't know what his problem is. I sure don't want to find out. 
allowed Solomon to build him a house. David couldn't do it because David had sinned and shed innocent blood. You've got to be careful and make sure that you don't kill nobody that's trying to be saved because the blood will be required at your hand. So watch your hard-heartedness. Watch your superior attitude. Because there's no telling who God's getting ready to send in. Allowed God allowed him to build God a house. This is what this whole thing was about. But he wanted the presence of God. Now we don't want it like we used to want. You're not gonna convince me that nobody in here want God like they used to want. Because for the most part, I saw you when you were hungry. Now you don't even act like you thirsty. Don't want God like you used to want him. You know, why do you say that? When God didn't give nobody the Holy Ghost is just dragging in here. get the Holy Ghost. You had to open your mouth, get out of your prideful self, and let God fill you. Now you don't even get out of yourself, don't get out of your comfort zone, won't even do nothing that you used to do to get it. The sin of pride is very devastating to a saint. He, they sacrifice animals and everything to get God's attention. But you don't realize you're the sacrifice. Presents your body a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. You're the sacrifice. When the sacrifice came in, came coming here, and the power of God came come down and anoint the sacrifice, that means God don't want what you offer. It is unacceptable.
alcohol, then soon the devil introduced you to drugs. Then drugs, then just, just having sex with anybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just down, 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 down. You was down and out of control. That's why I don't, I don't quite get these folks that are living in this generation now. I like the day when folk or parents kept their eyes on Wouldn't let you go anywhere. Wouldn't let you stay out forever. Whatever you do, you got to sneak and do it. If you're going to do it, and hurry up and get back. Now they just lay all day and all night. destroy individuals and he will destroy nations that mess with his people. Don't you fool yourself. Only way God won't fight for us if we, the reason why he won't fight for us because we won't get totally on his side. I need you to hear me today. You've got to be completely on the Lord's side and you've got to get on quickly because guess what? The next generation that comes, they got to use us as a marker not to get off. 
they can use us for a marker right now. We don't have good stability. It ain't about you. Just you coming to church. It's about the generation that's going to come after you. Will God be able to teach somebody by looking at you? Don't answer that. Because I may have to stop preaching and beg the difference. If you are the light of the world, a city that sitteth on a hill that cannot be hid, brothers and sisters, what you doing wrong can't be hid. We, we, we need to say, God, I'm sorry. He talks about forgiveness is necessary to save you from inherited destruction. Not just the destruction of this day, but the destruction that is coming down the road. We forgot what being saved was all about. Because we thought it was just a feeling along with speaking in tongues. But it's about when God visits the world, will he let you off scot-free? You know, it's bad when God come to his house and say, I got to judge you. I can't pass over you. I got to judge you. That's why it was so important that the nation of Israel put the blood where he told them to put the blood. And to follow the instructions that he told them to follow. Y'all eat this Lamb, don't break his bone. Have your shoes on your feet. Have, be dressed like you're ready and you're getting ready to go somewhere. But we're trying to see how much stuff we can leave out. That's the danger where we sit. That's the danger in where, where we stand. How much can we leave out and still say we say? told him that if people if your people go out and fight against their enemy now this is a cleansing yeah. brothers and sisters if everybody's attacking you and you losing and they are defeated because they have sinned because God is holding something against you that you did If they come to this house and confess their sins and seek your help, you will hear, you will hear and dwell, you're here in your dwelling place in heaven and forgive their sins. You're trying to do it at home. You 
trying to do it in your car. That dog. You're trying to make sure don't nobody hear you. That dog. You can't take this no other way. And you can't do this no other way. At his dwelling place. I know some folks beg to differ, but God ain't in that house. Too much going on in that house. He may come back and visit you. You visiting the Holy Ghost. God ain't in that house. The Holy Ghost ain't going to never leave you. But we forgot there's still some other up above the Holy Ghost. Do I need to repeat that? If God will come to our house All that junk on the TV. It ain't holy. Lamont can testify that one was cussing up a good storm. I couldn't play that in the house of God. And I, you know, first thing I said, Lord, visit her according to her sin. Tried to stop it. That's why you hear the phone go beep, 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 beep. I was pushing the wrong button. And can you imagine that stuff that we're allowing to come through the TV? First thing he come, he slapped the TV. Then he probably make us go blind for a season. Y'all don't mind if I go on, dude. Because I ain't, I ain't through yet. I ain't through yet. I ain't even got the signal yet. So now the crops are fell. No, wait a minute. I skipped one. If you if you punish their sins and bring back a drought. Now wait a minute now. This is happening across this country. This is happening throughout this country already. One part getting flood and the next part getting fire. But if my people would say I'm sorry crops fail. We're in one across throughout the whole world, and it has mutated. Let's show a sign that God ain't through. 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 Crops damaged by strong winds and mildew and locusts. Mildew when it's too much rain. Again, if they come to this place, 
and confess their sins and seek your forgiveness. Do forgive us. But we got to do it sincerely. Let me have folks that hit you and know they hit you. If I hit you, I'm sorry. You stepped on my foot. You know you wasn't standing on level ground. And if you stepped on my foot, you sorry. He goes on to say, even if a stranger come to this place from a far country, will you hear them? This is danger when we come to the house of God and act like God is the absentee God. When God is not present in our midst. Because you won't feel him. You the one dead, he ain't. You the one got mad on your way here. You the one didn't keep up with your consecration and dedication. God didn't do that. He was there at all times. You let something get in your way. Then a fire from heaven came down. Boom. And consumed the sacrifice. You don't know why you ain't feeling that? Something right. You don't know why your praise is dead and you don't feel like praising him like you used to be. You're going to be the first one to praise him. And then because you lack the feeling and the anointing, you show you to love the praise. But I done already told him, I ain't got time to beg you. I'm going to praise him myself. If your people sin against you, and they be taken away captive. Now this is going to happen. They ain't got rid of them consecration camps and things that they got. And they still build it up. And you can be foolish enough not to take what I'm saying seriously. And be concerned about your soul. They got a place for you. Take you away and put you away somewhere. Take everything you got. But we ain't got much right now. They be laughing at us when they come look at our bank account. I'm like, how did they make it? <laughs> got a couple more points and I'm, 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 I'm trying to think of a way to leave If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves. You know what? Humble means humble means low. You think you deserve too much. You think God ought to do stuff for you. You think 
like these folks thinking now, I'm a king. No, they, now they're saying they're kings. I'm a king. King, you ain't got a land. You ain't got the old expression that the, that, that the old folks use. You ain't got a pot to pee in and a window to throw out. And you a king. You a queen. And you laying down with everybody and anybody. What kind of queen are you? Ain't nothing wrong about you. Humility. Modest or low. View of oneself as important. You know, the devil has lied to all of us. I'm not important to the kingdom of God. You let me call my. The kingdom going to roll on. If it's been rolling for 2,000 years, and how old are you? You ain't even made 100 yet? You ain't important. You better be glad that he let you keep your hair. Because some of us lost it. God is looking for humble folks. Not arrogant. You know what arrogant is? It is a sense of superiority. Self-importance. It's bad when we make us deem ourselves self-important in the kingdom of God. You important in the kingdom of God? No, you're not. The devil don't even value us. He don't value. He don't value. That's why he do us in a kind of way. If they would humble themselves and pray, bring yourself down low. Pray or talk to God. Not make demands. You're going to clean up your mess. And every time, I know you get, he's he, he, he talking to you about your mess, I can tell how quiet you is. You could, you should be down there hollering out at least. If you holler out, maybe somebody else will holler out. You can help somebody got saved. The house Lord ain't gonna do that one no more. Ain't gonna do that one no more. Seek His face. You know, if you gonna seek God, it ain't gonna be like God's gonna be readily available to you. We don't want to put the energy to seek him. If you seek him, you got to find him. You got to find which way he turned, where he at. Don't, act, don't keep acting like you just left him at home. You got out the car with Jesus. You can come in here and hide diddy 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 -di -di all you want to. You can speak in all the tongues you want to. Right now, y'all don't feel him drifting up and moving out? 
God ain't in the habit of it. God doesn't inhabit what this earth is doing right now. It's chaos. God is absent from chaos and trouble and evil. And we got to seek him now more than ever. Folks are thinking of new ways to kill folk. I heard this man's girlfriend was getting ready to kill him. He jumped up and put it in a suitcase and got on the Greyhound bus and 